Hello, and welcome to the Think Happy Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Cuevas. I'm a lover of French Rose coffee, golden doodles, and pump-up music. I believe happiness is something we each create for ourselves and that you are in the driver's seat of your own life. Yep, you. Join me each week as we chat with guests about their personal happiness journeys and dive into practices that you can incorporate into your daily life to help you be, well, happier. Welcome back to the Think Happy Podcast. I am your favorite host, Caitlin Cuevas. Today's episode, like I had like kind of teased, is going to be a little bit more on a personal note. So usually I come like prepared with like a bunch of notes written out and I don't have that today because this is more of a storytelling episode and I'm really excited to share this with you guys. But before I get into that, first and foremost, I wanted to let you know that we are smack dab in the middle of Think Happy's two-week summertime sale, okay? So the cool thing about this sale is both of the four-week and the 12-week private coaching packages are on sale. Yes, both packages currently on sale. The four-week package is 5% off. The 12-week package is 10% off. This is the first time that these packages have been on sale, guys. So run, don't walk, go get your application in, okay? So a lot of my private coaching is really just built around the goals, the desired outcomes of my clients, right? But let me give you kind of an idea of a lot of common topics that I coach clients through. So time management is a huge one. Uh, Task prioritization, identifying and reallocating wasted time. That's another big one. Anything that falls under life organization, so meal planning, uh, scheduling your week out in advance. Um, I'm also going to put routine building into that category. So morning routines, evening routines, exercise routines, just building routines that are sustainable for you and work for your life is a really, really common topic that I work on with my clients. Uh, Physical and mental wellness, goal setting, all of those are examples of things that I have worked with clients on in the past and just really have a knack for you guys. So hurry up. The sale will end at the end of May. So on May 31st, For more information, go to thinkhappyco.com backslash coaching, or as always, just slide on straight into my DMs. Okay, so now back to the episode, back to story time. This story starts with like a little bit of a drum roll. So I'm going to do like drum roll. Are you sitting? Just kidding. You don't have to be sitting. If you're like me, you are sitting because... I almost always listen to podcasts in the car. But anyway, my drum roll, big announcement, if you did not already know, I am pregnant. Yes, pregnant with baby number two. 
It's an exciting time. It's an overwhelming time. Um, But that's what this episode is about today. So I wanted to tell you a little bit about finding out that I am pregnant with numero dos. And I also wanted to tell you about um, my pregnancy with Ellie and how that delivery went. So this story has to start at the top, right? So Oakley and I knew that we wanted to have a second child. We were just kind of like debating on when we wanted to have that second child. So for a while, we thought that we wanted to have a second child that was super, super close in age with Ellie. But then we had kind of shifted that thinking to, you know, maybe we want to wait until Ellie is like two or three before we, you know, start thinking about having another child. Well, I kid you not. One week after we had shifted our thinking to, you know, maybe we'll wait another year or two, I took a pregnancy test and it was positive. (laughs) And it just makes me laugh. It literally just makes me laugh because something that I say so frequently is we plan, God laughs. And I mean, if this is not a primetime example of that, I don't know what is. Um, Something else that makes me laugh is Oakley's reaction to finding this out. So the first thing that Oakley said when I showed him the positive pregnancy test was, is that test expired? (laughs) Like, how does that, what does that even mean, Oakley? (laughs) It's not really how it works. Um, The test was not expired. And all, all tests that I took afterwards were also showing the same result. But um, yeah, so Oakley was the first person who I told Later that day, it was on a Sunday, uh, later that day, we had already invited my family over for dinner that night. Um, so that was super convenient. Um, so yeah, we told we told my family that night at dinner, actually, so we had Ellie in a big sis t-shirt that I had borrowed from a friend and my, my family got there kind of like one at a time. So everyone came in their own car. Uh, my mom got there first, And when she saw Ellie's shirt, she fell on the ground because she was so excited. And she she was just like screaming, so excited. It was hilarious. We have it caught on camera. Um, I would post that on my stories for you guys to watch, but she might disown me. But I will ask her if it's okay if I share that clip with you guys. Then uh, my sister Bailey came next. She, again, just like so, so, so excited. Uh, My dad saw when he got there and at first he was just like kind of confused didn't really get the big sister shirt but then so excited so Oakley and I just feel like so lucky and blessed to have so much excitement so much love and support uh not only surrounding our first baby Eleanor but now our second baby so I am official at the time of this recording I am 16 weeks by the time you're listening to this recording I will be 17 weeks so definitely out of my first trimester definitely feeling loads better than I was the first trimester um when I was pregnant with Ellie I felt really really sick my first trimester I never 
like physically got sick, um, but my food aversions were miserable. Um, I I could eat something. So so once I did find something that sounded good to eat, I could eat it only once. And then after I had it that one time, I couldn't eat it again. So for example, say one morning, you know, I was able to eat a slice of toast. I wouldn't be able to eat toast again for like multiple days, sometimes even weeks, Um, especially if the toast like even had like mashed avocado on it. No way. Not happening. Um, And I didn't feel that sort of sickness this time around with my pregnancy now. Um, What I did feel was just like I would say like less severe sick to my stomach, but I was just exhausted so exhausted. And I think some of that was also due to the fact that I had a one and a half year old running around. Oakley was traveling for work a lot during my first trimester. And that was tough. That was really, really tough. Getting home from a full day of work and then being on mom duty, solo mom duty, um, that took a lot out of me. I was so exhausted physically exhausted, mentally exhausted. I had lots of just aches and pains uh, that I think was really just caused from exhaustion. Um, But so since I, since my first trimester, I was feeling a lot different than I was my first trimester with Ellie. Because of that, I kind of had this thought in the back of my head, you know, I wonder if this one's a boy. Like, it feels a lot different than it felt with Ellie. But then, you know, like, you talk to friends and some people are like, oh, I felt, um, like, way more tired with my girl than I did with my boy. Or, oh, no, 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 no. Like, my morning sickness was way worse uh, the with, with my boy than it was with my girl. You just hear different things. But the truth is, in my opinion, just each pregnancy is totally different, totally unique to that one pregnancy, right? So this pregnancy that I'm having right now is a totally unique and separate experience from the pregnancy that I had with Eleanor. Well, spoiler alert, it is a boy. (laughs) Um, His name is James Oakley Cuevas, so he will be a junior, a little James Oakley Jr., um, but yeah, so so out of the first trimester, I am w- quickly approaching the 20 week mark, um, which, yes, is super exciting. The halfway point. But it also has like this little bit of just anxiety that is, is creeping in now. So this brings me to the part of our conversation today where I'm going to tell you a little bit about my experience with Ellie. Um, Ellie's pregnancy ended with me being diagnosed with preeclampsia. I actually have a screenshot of, so if you Google what is preeclampsia, this is what it says. 
a potentially dangerous pregnancy complication characterized by high blood pressure. Preeclampsia usually begins after 20 weeks of pregnancy in a woman whose blood pressure had been normal. It can lead to serious, even fatal complications for both mother and baby. Um, It also says, you know, there may be no symptoms. High blood pressure and protein in the urine are key features. There may also be swelling in the legs and water retention, uh, but that can be hard to distinguish from normal pregnancy. Um, and for for treatments, it says, you know, it can often be managed with oral or IV medications, but um, really the only way to, to really cure it is to deliver the baby. So for moms who get diagnosed with preeclampsia closer to that 20-week mark um, before the baby is is strong enough, is developed enough to be delivered, it can be a really scary situation because you're trying to manage this um, while, while like, how do I say this? You're trying to manage something that you can't really fully manage until the baby is born, right? So, so you, I don't want to say that the baby is the problem because that's not at all what I'm trying to say, but the, the thing that could fix it, you can't do, right? Because that baby is not ready to be born. Um, but anyway, so that's what preeclampsia is. Today's episode is brought to you by the book, Think Happy. Does living your happiest, most intentional life sound appealing to you? If so, go grab yourself a copy of Think Happy. Think Happy provides tips and guidance to help you transition into living your happiest life. Get ready to laugh, cry, stay up into the wee hours of the morning and ponder this thought. Happiness will not magically come to you. You have to search for it, find it, and most importantly, live it. Head over to thinkhappyco.com Click shop and treat yourself to a copy of Think Happy. So I'll walk you through just the end of my pregnancy. First trimester with Ellie, I already told you about that. Um, I felt sick, but, you know, it was miserable, but really nothing to write home about. Second trimester with Ellie, um, definitely the first half of my second trimester, I felt way more energized. Just, you know, they kind of call it the second trimester bliss. Um, Definitely had a lot of that. I did start getting um, a lot of pain in my back and my ribs throughout the second half of my second trimester, just as as Ellie started to grow and my belly started to get bigger. Um, but again, nothing super noteworthy in the second trimester. Third trimester came around and things were pretty smooth sailing. Ellie was measuring pretty big. Her her head was measuring big, her stomach was measuring big. And so we I I was at the point in my pregnancy where I I was at 35 weeks and I was going to be going into my OB every week for an appointment. At that point in pregnancy when you're that far along, your doctor a lot of times wants to see you weekly. So I remember being at my 35 week appointment everything was fine. Um, But my doctor had this conversation with me. She was like, okay, Caitlin, so I know this isn't what you want, but 
I want to plant the seed in your head that we might want to consider delivering Ellie via C-section. The reason behind this was that (laughs) Ellie's belly was so big, she was scared that she would be able to get Ellie's head out, but not her belly, right? And so in order to prevent having or me having to recover from possibly laboring, trying to deliver vaginally, not being able to, and then going into C-section in order to prevent that sequence of events from happening. She wanted to mentally prepare me. You know, you might want to consider having a C-section. We're going to do what you want to do, Caitlin, as long as it's going to keep you safe and the baby safe, but she wanted to plant that seed. And in hindsight, I am so thankful that that seed was planted at 35 weeks because I had a whole week to start thinking about this, to start wrapping my head around, um, you know, do I want to run the risk of trying, of, of laboring for however many hours, um, trying to deliver vaginally, maybe put my baby in a really dangerous situation where she's half in, half out, and the doctors can't get her out because her belly is is too big. Um, that, that just did not sound like something that I was interested at all in doing. So, from my 35-week appointment to my 36-week appointment, I really had come to terms with having a C-section. And I also do want to add my best friend, Megan, who you guys have heard me talk about before. She is a total, total champ. Um, But with her first pregnancy, she had a really similar delivery story as that. Um, And I saw her have to recover. And yes, you are in mommy bliss when that baby comes. But, you know, I remember having conversations with her about it. And she was like, you know, Caitlin, if there's something that you could learn from my experience, let it be that like, it's okay to just go in and do the C-section. Does not make you any less of a woman, any less of a mother. Um, if anything, she was like, it's a blessing that that um, your doctor is giving you this heads up now, giving you an Oakley time to like really think about and talk about and pray about the best decision for, for Ellie. So, that that conversation with Megan was was extremely helpful also. So now fast forward to my 36 week appointment. Um, everything was status quo. I will say, for some reason, Oakley and I had decided that for this appointment, this was the only appointment of my entire pregnancy that we had decided this. For this appointment, Oakley was gonna drop me off at the hospital. Um, my, my doctor's office is inside of a hospital in the medical center here in Houston. So he wanted to do that because he wanted to practice driving from our house to the hospital. If I were to go, you know, into labor at home, um, he wanted to have done that drive before. Um, so for this appointment, 
Oakley dropped me off and he waited in the parking lot or he waited in the parking garage. And mind you, this was in the middle of COVID. Ellie was born in December 2020. And so he wasn't even allowed in in the doctor's office, in the waiting room or anything like that. So he just hung out in his car. So I go in for my appointment and like I said, everything's super status quo. Everything with my morning had gone very normally. Uh, but it, it kind of started when the nurse first came in and she was taking my blood pressure and she said, oh, like it's coming off or your reading is really high. Sit here just for a few minutes. I'm going to go do a couple other things and then I'm going to come back and take it again. Because up until this point, I had had stellar blood pressure for my entire pregnancy. So the nurse comes back, takes my blood pressure again. It was still really high. So my doctor came in and she was like, you know, have you done anything different today? Did you drink a bunch of coffee? Uh, What's going like kind of walk me through your morning? And I just told her really nothing at all is different. I, I ate the same breakfast that I always eat. I had the same amount of coffee that I always have nothing out of this morning has been out of the ordinary. And so that's when she told me, you know, we're really worried about how high your blood pressure is. She explained to me what preeclampsia is. And she said, so I'm going to have you go. um, I I want to admit you just for observation. Okay. Chances are you'll get to go home in a couple of hours. Um, things are probably going to be fine. You've had a really great, healthy pregnancy. Um, but like, I just want to keep an eye on you, run a couple tests. <clears throat> so before I left her office to um, walk across to where I was going to be admitted, she had mentioned, you know, if you get a headache or if you get X, Y, or Z symptoms, let me know. Send me a text message. Let me know. Well, when she said that, I thought to tell her, oh, well, I have a headache right now. And but I told I, I really tried to write it off. I was like, it's not a bad headache. It's just like something that like you don't even really think about is there unless you're thinking about that it's there. Like it's not a migraine, nothing severe. Um, and I was pregnant. You get headaches all the time when you're pregnant. I had not thought twice about it. So once I told her about the headache, she said, okay actually, Caitlin, where's your husband? Are your bags packed? Um, We like, there's a chance you might have to stay here overnight. There's a chance you might have to stay until your baby's born. And so thankfully, (laughs) for some reason, Oakley was there at the hospital, but we hadn't thought to bring our bags. So I call Oakley, updated him. He went back home, grabbed our bags that thankfully I am the planner that I am because the bags were already packed (laughs) at 36 weeks. Um, He came back to the hospital. All the while, um, my blood pressure keeps increasing, guys. And so the last reading of my blood pressure that I had before they hooked me up to an IV and started giving me magnesium... um, was 162 over 99. So at that point, 
my doctor comes in and she's like, okay, Kaylin, uh, <laughs> I hope you're ready to have this baby because you are next in line to deliver today, right now. Like there's one person in front of you who's going to be delivering and then you're next. So holy moly. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. She told me that I that because my blood pressure was so high, um, she didn't feel comfortable with inducing me. Um, and, you know, she asked, she was like, have you thought about having a C-section? And thank goodness I had had a whole week to think about having a C-section since our conversation the week before. And so fast forward, Ellie was born. And once she was born, my blood pressure went back down and literally it, it, I it's almost as drastic as saying like in the blink of an eye my blood pressure went back down it wasn't quite like that it did take a couple of days but as soon as she was born it was much lower um it did take a couple of days maybe even a week or so for it to totally uh get back to some of my normal readings but yeah you guys that's the story of Ellie being born. Um, so needless to say, since I had preeclampsia with Eleanor, I am more likely to have it again now with James. And so if you were like paying attention to, to the weak markers that I was giving throughout that story, my preeclampsia didn't develop with Eleanor until I was 36 weeks, which was a huge huge blessing because as I said earlier when I was reading to you that Google description of preeclampsia it can come as early as 20 weeks um we were also really lucky with Eleanor that she was measuring so big so technically by age she was a preemie by weight by size, she was not. So I delivered Ellie at 36 weeks and she was seven pounds, three ounces. At that point in pregnancy, I think the number is that babies grow by half a pound. I can't remember off the top of my head. Babies are growing a lot and fast at that point in pregnancy. And so I can't even, I would have been delivering more than a nine pound baby if I had carried her to term. <laughs> so props to the women who have delivered nine pound babies. Pop, props to the women who have just delivered babies at all, because honestly, you're a champ. Props, to all the mothers out there, no matter what type of mother you are, because it is quite the job. <laughs> um, but so yes, now that I'm starting to approach 20 weeks of pregnancy with James, like I said, like a little bit of anxiety is for sure just looming in the back of my head. Surrounding preeclampsia, I um, am definitely keeping a keeping a, a close eye on my blood pressure these days. And yeah, praying that if I do get diagnosed with it again, that it's in similar um, conditions as it was with Eleanor and later on in pregnancy and not as early as 20 weeks. But yeah, that's my story, you guys. That's my big announcement. That's, that's the personal episode that I was telling y'all that we would have today. Uh, so... 
that's I get I guess I do want to wrap up just by thanking my husband Oakley my parents my sister my friends my family um just our tribe our community that um really stepped up and was so loving and supportive and and filled us surrounded us with prayers uh through that scary time and um who now are here with us again for for james's pregnancy and will be here for his delivery also so again oakley and i feel so lucky so blessed and yeah here we go again we're gonna have two under two for a couple months which did not think i was gonna be a two under two mom but again we plan God laughs. So with that being said, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode, you guys. Um, if you have thoughts, questions, feedback, would love to hear them. Uh, do me a favor. Go onto iTunes or Spotify and rate and review the show. Put your thoughts in your review. If you don't want to do that, just shoot it over to me in my DMs. I would love to chat with you. And one final reminder, uh, that summertime sale is running until the end of May. So hurry up, go take advantage of those sale prices. And you guys, I will just be back in your ears next week with another brand new episode. See ya. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for joining me for this week's episode of the Think Happy Podcast. If you just can't get enough, find me on Instagram at thinkhappy underscore co, that's C-O, and online at thinkhappyco.com. See you next week.